0: be prepared to experience a life-changing teaching designed to challenge you to discover your blessings in a world-fulfilled life from the ministry of reverend isaac abzulabaz awuni from the international central gospel church paradise temple and now today's sermon we bless you we are so grateful to you and we know that this morning the power of your resurrection will be with us and it will carry us and lead us into the throne and into this place of God. We bless your name. In Jesus' name. Amen. We are going to look at our subject shortly. The voice on the cross. The voice on the cross. Let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 18. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 18. What does the Bible has for us? For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. But to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. The message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. But to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. Amen. The Bible is speaking of two things here. Foolishness and perishing and the saved and the power of God. But the Bible said that to us who are being saved, church, it means we are not fully saved. Hallelujah. Hallelujah who are perishing, they have not fully perished. So, you can be a Christian and you are still in the course of perishing. That is, if the message of the cross becomes foolish to you, you are in the process of perishing, but you have not perished yet. Hallelujah. In the same way, if you are saved as a Christian, Seated here, you have not fully been saved, you are in the process of your salvation, amen. That is why the Bible said that let us now work out our own salvation with fear and trembling. And the Bible said that for we are saved, but we know that when he, he, He appeared, then we shall turn to be like Him. So, until appearance of Jesus Christ our salvation is not complete. We are still in the process and we can lose it. And all depends on how we value the message of the cross or on the cross. Amen. So he said the message of the cross is foolishness and I think this morning the message of the cross is no foolishness to you because if it was foolishness you will never have been here. Christ on the cross was a message to humanity. While he was hanging up there, while they put him on top of that cross, while they were crucifying him, while they were piercing piercing him, whatever they were doing to him, it was a message. Hallelujah. When he shouted, My father, my father, or Eli Eli Sabatani, my father, my father. Why have you forsaken me? And the whole son was going, and he finally said it is finished. It was all a message. Amen. And this message is known by two people: foolish people who are perishing and they saved. Amen. The voice on the cross was a voice of salvation that was lifted high. For everybody to hear. It was a message that God lifted it. For everybody to hear. But to some the message of salvation. Is foolishness. And this morning. We are going to look at. The fools. I'm not insulting anybody. Excuse me. But we are going to look at. Those whom the message. Is foolishness to them. And who are they? Who are the people are perishing and the people that if they don't stand well their salvation they can't even lose it. Who are such people? So that we use today to recorrect and examine ourselves and see if we are still in the faith. The message or the voice on the cross was in twofold. Number one, it was a judgmental to the perishing. The perishing, we are talking about those who don't believe in the message of heaven and hell. While Christ was on the cross, it was a judgmental to such people that anybody who don't believe that heaven is there and hell is there, you are preparing and you are putting up yourself ready for the judgment of God into eternal condemnation in hell. There are people in this life who don't believe the message of salvation. They don't believe it. And I don't want to be more theoretical so that I'll sound more of theory and say that we are talking about the atheists, but that is the general name you give to them. They don't believe in salvation. They don't believe there's heaven. They don't believe there's hell. They don't believe that Christ came, died and one day we shall stand on the foot of judgment before Jesus Christ. They don't believe it. Whether you believe it or not, the cross and Christ on it is a message. Hallelujah. It was also a redemption to the saved. Those who have believed, there is heaven and there's hell. Hallelujah. To those of us who have believed that heaven is there and hell is there, the message is a redemption message to us. But, church, believing that there's heaven or hell does not take you to heaven. Amen. Because, listen to me, everybody believes. Everybody believes something. Satan himself believed that there is heaven and there is hell. The issue is not about only believing, but the issue is what are you doing about what you believe? If you believe that there is heaven and there is hell and this message of redemption on the cross has come unto you, what are you doing with with this Jesus who has brought unto you the message of redemption? Because if you only believe it and you leave it there and you go your life, living your life the way you want, you are becoming a fool. Amen. And that means you are preparing yourself and you are in the process of perishing. But I pray that the Lord will not cause any of us to perish. The Lord will not watch any of us to perish. The Lord will not sit down and watch you and I to perish. That is not my prayer. My emphasize this morning is going to be on the fool. Who is the fool? Who is the Bible referring as fools? Who are in the process of perishing? Who are they? Number one, those who don't believe in the essence of the cross are spiritual fools. And somebody said, Pastor, but I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe the cross, I believe the essence of the cross. Pastor, what are you talking about? I believe. Whether you believe it or not, we are about to discover. Amen. Because I told you, believing is different. From doing what you believe. This morning we're going to see. Give me Psalm 14 verse 1 to 7. I don't want to be speaking without quoting the scripture for you to take me and start stoning me that I'm insulting you. Let us read the first sentence with a comma. Let's go. The fool has said in his heart. Am I the one? Am I the one? Am I the one? It's the Bible. This one was not written in the New Testament. It was written in the days of David. The fool has said in his heart. He didn't say it with his mouth. But it is in his heart. Church, the condition of your heart will tell whether you are perishing or you are being saved. Hallelujah. It is not about what we are saying with our mouth. It is not about what we are doing in church. It is not about whether we came to Good Friday or we came to Resurrection Sunday. It is about the condition and the state of your heart. What is the language? What is the words? What is the message? What is the confession that your heart is speaking? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Your heart can speak so many things. And sometimes you don't even know but the bible said the fool has said in his heart there is no god that is number one number two they are corrupt because we are coming to work on all this this is how to know those who are perishing it doesn't matter we are christians we are in church we have come to good friday The anointing, we speak in tongues or not. Whether we are saved or we are going to perish. This this is the characteristics. There is no God. They are corrupt. They have done abominable works. There is none who does good. The Lord looks down from heaven upon the children of men. To see if there are any who understand, who seek God. They have all turned aside. They have all together become corrupt. There is none who does good. No, not one. Have all the workers of iniquity. No knowledge. Who eat up my people as they eat bread. Try Christian. You insult Christian. You, we shall come there. And do not call on the Lord they are in great fear for God is with the generation of the righteous don't mess up with the life of the Christian amen don't think that you have an upper hand and say whatever they want God is always in the generation of the righteous seven you shame the counsel of the poor but the Lord is his refuge the first characteristics of the fool those who are perishing, those who are in this world, in the church, and they are perishing and will not acknowledge the message of the cross. The first. Number one. I'm back to characteristics. They believe there is no God. They believe there is no God. Amen. People in this life who believe there is no God. Say, Pastor, but I believe there is God. I believe there is God. Pastor, Pastor, I believe there is God. The question is, do you sometimes question yourself? Do you question yourself? Have you asked yourself that question? So is God really there? Does God really hear my prayers? Is God really looking up to me? Why am I going through this thing? Do you ask that question? If you believe there is God, why did you ask that question? in the morning and ask yourself so am i alive have you asked that question before because you know you are alive is that not it you believe you are alive you see yourself alive so why do you ask yourself that is there god so is god really there it means you don't believe you don't believe hallelujah my wife is not here but nothing tells me that my wife is not alive or does not exist. I don't see her. Sometimes only by telephone that I communicate with her. But I believe. What I hear from her the whole of yesterday, it was a very tight day. I didn't have time to even talk to her. But I believe and I know that she exists. Amen. You may either see God or you may not see God. You may either know God exists or God does not exist. It doesn't change the existence and the essence of the Godhead. He exists. He is there. He's alive. The best thing you can do for yourself to be saved is to believe and accept it and live by it. Then question yourself questions that you can never defend yourself one day. By asking yourself, does God really exist? So if God is there, you shouldn't suffer. Was God not there that Jesus suffered? When he was put before Pilate and Pilate asked him, do you know that I have the power to forgive you or kill you? You know what he said? He said, you have no power except what has been given to you from above. To Pilate, now what are you talking about? Power? What? It has been given to you. There is God up there who has given you that power. So stop talking about you are talking about. My life has been given to you. It's not about what you are saying. So it's not about whether you are asking, is God there that I'm suffering? Is God there that I'm going through this? Is God there that I'm there? Was God not there when Satan took Job and played him like football? Are you better than Job? Have you prayed For your child unborn before? Have you prayed for your grandchildren unborn before? Have you given a sacrifice of thousand ganesity for your children's children's children in church before? Job did. He gave an offering even to the children that were not born. He was making appeasement and he was sacrificing for the generation of the righteous that shall be born after he was dead and gone. He was, but still God offered him to satan and job never questioned that is god there when the wife said that cares god and die he said should he give you good woman and you love it and should he give you also trouble and you don't like it listen to me woman for trouble is for men born of a woman we are of a short days but it is full of trouble but whether god Is or is not. I am not in the position to question God. All that I know is that it is God who has offered my flesh to be tormented. But my soul and my spirit, I know that at the end, my God shall stand and he shall speak on my behalf. And my latter days shall be greater than my former days. In his trouble, he never ever questioned his intelligence, the existence of the Godhead. What have you gone through? In yourself, is God there? Is God there? Is God there? If you don't believe God is there, leave church because you are doing yourself a great harm. Amen. Why do you ask that question? We pray Sunday heavy. We pray. Who told you we pray heavy? It was the noise that also shook you to shake yourself, but you don't pray. Then when the life is hitting you, you're not asking, is there God? If God was there, why should I go through this? thing? church, this morning, I beseech you with all righteousness, repent and don't perish. Hallelujah. The fool have said in his heart, there is no God. You didn't say it with your mouth for all of us to hear, but you question it in your heart. Is there God? Why am I going through this? Why is this thing happen to me? Why is this thing happening? Why? Listen to me. Who should that thing happen to? Who? Are you being selfish? Who should it happen to? A man born of a woman is of a small days, but full of trouble. So the trouble came to men and women who are born out of the, the womb of a woman being made out of a sperm and a, a seed of egg. They are the people that trouble comes to. So when it kept your turn, you said, why me? Who should it be? Hallelujah. Why they lifted Jesus Christ on the cross and they were piercing him, they were beating him, they were sparting on him. He said, Father, forgive them. For they did not know what they were doing. He could have said that, why me? He could have said, why is this thing happening to me? And not the rest. But this is a person who is not selfish about himself but he's thinking about the existence of God know that I will never question the existence I will never make any comment to prove that whether God is alive or not I know whatever is going through I know that God knows it but once I am a righteous person it doesn't matter what will happen when they take me to hell when I go before the conference rooms of Satan when I'm put before the bounds of the devil one shall bring me out because the Bible said that there was no iniquity found in him. Church, I am here to announce to you that the Bible said that Christ who is seated in you has made you righteous and glorious people. There is no sin. There is no power of sin deposited in you and if God has made you righteous, who can condemn you? Stop questioning about the existence of God. Stop questioning about whether God is there or not. Your questions will not solve your problem. Begin to believe that there is God. He exists and and chance will decide what must happen to you. Today you are in trouble. Today you are in pain. Today you are in suffering. It doesn't mean that God has ceased to exist. One day the trouble will make a way. One day the problems will make a way. One day the suffering will make a way. And the sovereignty of God shall be revealed in your life. The power of God shall be seen in your life. The mercy of God shall be seen in your life. The Bible says that those who are saved and who are being saved, they have the power of God. Instead of questioning about the existence of God, look for the power of God. God, That is our portion. The power, not the existence. Amen. The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. Reverse your statement. Hallelujah. Reverse your statement. One day I was asking the same questions. So is there God? Why am I going through this? Is there God? Why am I going through this? Is there God? Why am I going through this? Is there God? Why am I going through this? Then the Holy Ghost came to me. So, you get up and come out. I woke up. I followed. I came out to the compound. He says stand. I was standing there. And I was standing there. Why, why, why is this? I was standing there, standing there, getting to 30 to 45 minutes. All of a sudden, I saw that the clouds have changed. All of a sudden, I saw that there is tender. All of a sudden, I saw that the rains are falling. And I was still standing there. I stand. About 15 minutes, I saw that the rains have stopped. The sky is clear. The sun is up. And it is hot. And the voice said that, Can you interpret this? I said no. He said go back and think of what you can understand and interpret and don't question me. Hallelujah. Sometimes instead of concentrating on the issues we can deal with we are asking questions we have no answer. Hallelujah. Why is this thing happening to me? If you know why, solve it, but if you don't know why, leave it to sovereign and be among the generation of the righteous. Because one day his power will be seen in your life. Amen. Don't be a fool. Number two. Then we pray. They are corrupt. Those who are perishing. Whether you are a Christian or you are not a Christian. If you are corrupt, you will perish. I'm not the one who say no. It is in the Bible. You're corrupt. If somebody say. sometimes we hear A corruption and bribery, corruption and bribery. And the moment we hear corruption and bribery, it goes to the politicians. Whether the politicians or the corporate leaders or whatever, whether they are corrupt or bribery or whatever. And if we too, we are the same, there is no difference. We are all co-equals. Amen. What is the difference between a corpse in the mock fridge and a dead in the hospital bed? What is the difference between the two? The dead who is in the fridge and the dead who is still on the hospital bed. What is the difference between the two of them? The difference is that one has been closed and locked to be there forever, and the other one is now being prepared to be closed and locked. Those who we know that they are their life is corruption advertised, they are already there, close in the mock of corruption. But those of us who are sitting in church, thinking that we are righteous, but we are corrupt. We are the dead on the hospital bed. Don't let us deceive ourselves. Amen. The fools who are perishing are corrupt. What I tried to find out about this corrupt thing, and it gave me this definitions or synonyms or whatever closer in meanings or whatever the first one is bribery hallelujah so that means everybody who take a bribe and what or try to change the truth to favor he has taken bribery from that person. The Bible says that they are fools and they are perishing. Hallelujah. You know that this person is the right, this person is just, this person is, is, is the one that deserves it. You took something from the person, and the one that deserved, you put them aside. And you put the one you know does not qualify. Put them there. Because you have received. Don't let somebody's need. Let me read verses and write it. Don't let the pressure of somebody's need. Cause you. To mess up your salvation. Sometimes it's not that you want to take bribery. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible said that the fools who are perishing, they are odd. Stealing. You are stealing small, 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 small. Small. They bring, put office pen on the decks. You put the pen, when you bring it home, you leave it for your children. The following day, you go, you bring it. They put 10 pen on the decks. By Friday, the pen has all finished. You alone, do you write 10 pens in a week? The air force sheet, they brought it. By Wednesday, the air force sheet is finished. Even if you printed Muhammad's life history, air 4 sheet will not exhaust it. Forgery and cheating. Hallelujah. Some of us, we know we are cheats. Cheat. You know you are cheating your brother. You are cheating your sister. And you are cheating. You know you are cheating. And you are forged documents. Pressure. If you don't take them, the embassies will make you a 419. You will forge documents until you forge your name. Hallelujah. You no, know, Because we used to believe that the immigration people, they don't believe the truth. You, I hope you know that. Sometimes you go with genuine document, they will give it to you. You have to forge document and change your name. And change. You will see young girls who are dressed like old women like chiefs. Forge! Because they want visa to travel. You go and change your date of birth. Change your name. Change everything in document. Change. Print letterheads. Forgery. I don't want to talk about the other forgery. Because where we forge more is within these cycles. Church, relax. Keep your identity. Keep your status. Keep your story. One day, the same name that does not sound sweet. The same date of birth that does not sound sweet. The same story of it that does not sound sweet. They will permit you beyond every boundary. You will never forge a letter. You will never forge a word. You will never forge a dot about your life. Amen. Amen. The Bible says, those who are perishing, they are corrupt. Over-invoicing. The thing is, two hundred. You say make it five hundred. In Ghana, over invoicing is the head of the corruption within the political and the corporate setup. But we over invoice. Some of us we are doing it in office. Check. It looks like I'm preaching social and I'm preaching politics and I'm preaching corporate. But check. This is what the Bible is saying that all those who practicing this, they are perishing. Perishing. One day you get up and with all our fasting, with all our prayer, with all our righteousness, we will stand before the judgment seat of God and will tell us that go ye from my face. And you say, What did I do? He said, Of course you are a good Christian, I know, but you were full of corruption. Full of corruption. Somebody say, Pastor, but if I don't do it, I can't live. I can't do it. This is the system we are living now. It is never true. It is never true that if you don't corrupt in our country, you can survive. It is never true. They have made a system to look like if you don't corrupt, you can not survive. But let them tell you in every generation, in every people, God knows his people. And when there was darkness, famine, scarcity, hardship in the whole of East Egypt, there was light at Goshen. When there was no food, there was food at Goshen. When there was no job, the Egyptians didn't have job to do. The Israelites have job to do. Live within the generation of the righteous and the Lord shall provide for you. Hallelujah. Blackmailing. 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 we blackmail you look at the face of your fellow human being and you deny the person because you are looking for some chance blackmailing amen the saddest of it all i didn't maybe in the afternoon service i'll go there when we're talking about when 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 the, the foolish they are the people who speak about christianity speak about pastors speak about christians Sometimes we can blackmail Christians, blackmail our pastor for our own interests. We go and sit in a saloon and blackmail our pastor, insult our pastor, tell everything. Not that the saloon, they are doing it for free. You are going to pay. You will pay for the hair they are doing for you, but still you can't see that the services they are rendered for you, you are paying and you take your pastor, your church member, the congregation, the people Wash us. Wash us. Then we become by word within the community. Innocent person is walking and people are saying a whole lot of him. A, lot, a whole lot of them. A whole lot of them. And you come to church and you make your face like, like an angel. As if you know nothing about it. But the information of the destruction, assassination of the character of that Christian. You are the one who propagated it. You are standing here. Now it has gone to the third level of information. It has been distorted. So you think you didn't know it. But when you first started, the words that came out for your mouth that and you think you were not the one. Repent. Stop blackmailing the Christians. Stop blackmailing people. Stop cutting people. Stop destroying people. Church, one day you get all the breakthrough, you get all the miracle, you get all you are believing for, but you shall go to hell. May the Lord forbid. May the Lord forbid. Listen, we are not living this Christian life for breakthrough and miracles. We preach them, we pray them. They are for the comfort of your life on earth. But let them tell you their story of the cross is heaven. It's heaven. And heaven is not about whether you had 20 cars, you built 10 houses, you had you travel all over abroad. You did what it, heaven is not about the splendid of your substance. Heaven is about the quality of your faith. Listen to me. What goes into a man does not condemn him but what comes out from his mouth. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. Amen. Watch your mouth. If you want to make it to heaven. What day we shall all stand there. It is not going to be about what you did in your room. It's not going to be about the secrets of your heart. It is going to be about what you spoke. The Bible said that everything that has been speaking from the day you gain sense, some of them, the pain and the worst of it is some of them you are forgotten. You are forgotten. But the Bible said that on that day, everything shall bring come into remembrance. Every secret shall be made open. So when you were giving it to the person, whether in the taxi, whether in the barber shop, whether at the office, when you were blackmailing your fellow Christians, the cross was telling you stop it to, stop it to stop it to watch your words, watch your words, and you didn't take it for serious. John the Baptist did not get his head beheaded. Just because he preached righteousness, just because he spoke concerning Herod and the brother's wife that Herod has taken. John the Baptist has preached. People has been baptized. Jesus was baptized by John the Baptist. Everybody, Jesus said that among all the prophets, John the Baptist is the greatest among all. And from John the Baptist to my turn. Everybody who wants to become a Christian and powerful must learn the violent and the force of John the Baptist. Jesus himself acknowledged the righteousness of John the Baptist. But his mouth caused his head to be beheaded. And when they approached Jesus, like, Jesus, John is in trouble. He was going to be died. Jesus said, I didn't tell him to go and gossip. I told him to preach repentance, the kingdom of God. I didn't tell him to go and talk about the king and his wife blackmailing amen talk about your life speak about yourself discuss your issues if there's anything you can talk about your fellow christian talk about the things that brings edification if you think your sister your brother is going what go on your knees and speak that god will bring them back and don't carry the christian into the people of the world and slash them and when you finish a kingdom divided among itself cannot stand. If you are part of us, you build with us. If you are not part of us, you scatter. So if you scatter, you stick us out, you betray us, you gossip about us, you, us, you give us to the world to kill us and you come back among us. You are hypocrite and all hypocrites, their own is hell. Amen. Amen. Lift up your hand and say mercy. Amen. Say God forgive me. I want to repent. Because a day is coming church. Some of us shall become fools. And some of us shall become righteous. Don't become part of the company of fools. Just because you could not put a brittle on your tongue. You will say whatever. If anybody bring to me anything about a church member. I thank the person. And I begin to pray for the person. Jesus said, the one who is well does not need a physician, but the one who is sick. If we were righteous, we wouldn't be in church. The church is not a company of saints. It's the company of sinners who are becoming saints. So if you go and talk about the sins of the people of the church, you have not done anything. You have rather put yourself out of their company. Because you are one of them. Hallelujah. So why don't you allow us to think about ourselves. Deal with ourselves. Speak concerning ourselves. And help ourselves to make it to heaven. But rather. Taking us and blackmailing us. The cross is speaking. Corruption. And corrupt people. The Bible said they are perishing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I hope this morning something is talking to you. Something is reminding you that one day heaven and hell will become rare to us. Will become rare to us. Whether we like it or not, there's a judgment and there's a redemption. There are people who don't believe God. They will perish. There are people who have believed God but they are corrupts. will equally perish don't be part of the perishing i can promise you i have been corrupt for years everything can talk about corruption from forgery from cheating from stealing from over invoicing everything he stripped us naked don't wait till god strip you naked and start building your life again stop where you are and begin to climb high